2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shay's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at
4: bjgeeknation.com. right chapter.com
3: 99.9 kisw the rock of seattle i don't know how serious any of this is but you can catch the video on the bj and migs page of kisw.com nick cannon supposedly is launching a game show this spring (laughs) <laughs> to find his next baby mama. Why not? It's called Who's Having My Baby? How many kids does he have?
1: 12. 12. Mm. From six different women. Okay, you answered my next question. How many of them are from
3: the different women? Look, I, I, I will say this. I mean, under normal circumstances, that's very irresponsible. But Nick Cage has a career. He can yeah. You know, he's. Cannon. Cannon. Gosh, man, with names. Nick Cannon has a great career. I mean, Nick Cage, also a great career. I'll yeah, be afford I, I, to have
1: 12 children.
3: <laughs> yes. So Nick Cannon can afford to do this. Therefore, I got no shame or any shade to throw on the guy. If everybody's happy and the kids are having good lives and everyone's, you know, sure. go for it. I, I'll tell anybody. It's like you want to
1: have X amount of kids. Can you afford to do so? Because they are expensive. Yes. You know, really. Does we he have the time, though? Also, I mean, I know that like, money's important, obviously. But does he have the time to spend with all twelve of those kids? Because yeah, it's that's hard enough to keep up with a one with one three year old.
3: That's a tough one. You know, sometimes there are you know there are people for years that never thought that dad was that important. You got traveling salespeople, you got folks in the military, you know. So sometimes dad isn't always
1: around, or at least one spouse isn't always around, one parent. Yeah, I know, I understand that, but I, I, I don't know. I'd like to be around, and that twelve kids seems like a lot of a lot of work. It's a lot of daddy, 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 watch this, play with me, do this, do that. And it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What the
3: hell? So, <laughs> the, the idea that he's doing this show, which I I, I think this is all just a bit, but it, Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah, Kevin Hart is supposedly hosting this show, uh, and and if you look at the preview, I think you'll see, go to the BJ and Migs page of KISW.com, you're going to be like, okay, this, this really does sound like a spoof, even though nobody is saying it's a joke or anything.
1: No, even Nick Cannon's tweeting it out there and being very, like, serious about the, the that to it and even e entertainment reply to people who say they think it's a joke and it's like, no, we're not kidding around. We're so excited for this.
2: I don't know. With thing- shows like Milk Manor or uh what if Farmer Wants a Wife, I this does not surprise me at all.
3: Yeah,
1: but this is basically what Nick wants to raw dog no, you. I know they uh, could call the game that. I know. I
3: don't think he wants to raw dog Danny because Danny can't have a baby. That's right. Fair. Okay. So, yeah. all right. I mean a lot of other people do, but not uh not not, not I'm or just Nick saying Cage. there's
2: been there's been crazy stuff out there, so you never know. know. All right,
3: we'll play the audio because some people think this is really maybe a, 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 a little bit of a taste of a Kevin Hart sketch comedy show, which, by the way, I'd be all in for. But all right, here's and you can catch it on the BJ Mix page and check out the video as well. But here's what it sounds like: the promo for this new show, trying to have Nick Cage's baby,
2: Cannon. Cannon. Uh, yeah,
3: Nick Cannon. You're on a game show
1: right now. Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are coming to E
2: for the mother of all game shows. Having Bob. We're Nick
5: Cannon. You got Pyro? Yeah. You're going to get some contestants that want to have your baby. We're not kidding around. Any money. Let's go. Who's Having My Baby with Nick Cannon hosted by Kevin Hart
6: this spring only on E.
1: Now, if this is real, I am watching it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what is inside the mind of someone that's just like, I mean, I guess money and fame but. I, I don't if it's real I don't know first of all what an amazing social
3: experiment if it does turn out to be real but it does smack of a Saturday Night Live produced commercial that they always do those and they, right. they make it look like it's a real thing and if,
1: is there a Kevin Hart skit, sketch comedy show that's being made or is it not is that, is that it, I know or is that just the assumption because of this bit it's time if there isn't right because if like, there's word of like oh Kevin Hart Productions are making a sketch comedy show that'll be on E then it's like okay now let's put two and two together but if this legitimately is going on. This is the strangest thing, I think. This might be next-level idiocracy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why yeah, I'm so excited, if it's real, to think that... Like, I, well, I like should uh, bring your daughter in, because I, th- I feel like she has friends in her world. Oh, they would do circle, it in a heartbeat. That would do this show in a heartbeat, because I think, that aren't they looking to become like sugar mamas? This is the problem... Or have sugar daddies. And- Remember when we talked to Kendra what, Wilkinson, I think it was, yes. way back in the day, and I, you know I was the guy going... And you kindly told her that she's a whore. Yes. Wow. it Big. did not go well. Well, that there, there said are, it, he said it in a more tactful Of way, course he but, but, There are yeah, women he
3: a living at the Playboy Mansion, supposedly having sex with Hugh Hefner. Now, we heard, it, 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 later on down the road, we found out this was all a, a big show, and these women made it look like they were having sex with Hugh, but they never were. But the idea was, is that, you know, they go live at the mansion, he has multiple women, not married to any of them, and apparently all they got to do is bang them, and they get to get whatever they want in life. And I'm like, how is that not like being a hoe? It's the same thing. I mean, we said prostitute, no, and yeah. no, all kindness. Yeah how, yeah, how are you not a prostitute? And if this show is real, right? And then the same thing.
1: I mean, I think she hung up on us. Or she yes, she did. She was done <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah. And
3: Sarah was Sarah was so disappointed because Kendra Wilkinson is one of her favorite people ever.
1: Yeah. She used
6: to be one of my idols. Yeah. Well, oh you yeah. Know what
1: next week or when we get married, we can get revenge on BJ. <laughs> what if we have Kendra Wilkinson show up? Oh, nice. She I just, lives in Vegas. I
6: think I still have
2: her ex husband's number. Perfect. You yeah. call him. He's from New Mexico originally. Explain yes. everything that's going on.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then have him give you her number. Okay, and
2: yeah. you, right. you have to
3: understand, though. Sarah was, I, I she was idolizing her, and I that's why when we had her on the show, I kind of was like, I don't want my kid following in your footsteps. I just don't think this is right.
6: I'm going to do what I'm going to do, though.
1: That's you true. know, let's All get right.
6: real. I'm going to follow in whoever's footsteps I want to. All yeah.
1: right, but to get back to the whole Nick Cannon baby mama thing, do you feel like you have friends that would do this show?
6: If I wasn't getting married or in a relationship, I would do this shit. (laughs) Are you kidding me? You would let him impregnate you? Absolutely. Like the real deal. Maybe we'll go now on a few why? dates for. Okay, well,
1: well, why would you let him impregnate you? Is it for the money? Is it for the fame? Is it because you've, you have baby fever?
6: All of the above, Steve. Okay. And also, don't you
1: think he's he's really hot, too? He's beautiful. that's what I thought.
6: And to just say, I slept with Nick Cannon. Yeah. And look what I have to show for it. Yeah, a this what beautiful about, little uh, baby. What
3: about Nick Cage?
6: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick <laughs> Cage works, too.
3: Okay, fair enough.
6: Honestly, I'd probably sleep with uh, many celebrities just to say I slept with this celebrity. Like... Yeah. It's just, it's like a bucket list thing, you know?
1: I don't even know what to say about this.
6: And then he's hella rich, too. I'd be getting that child support monthly.
1: You are going to get the child support. I got to imagine if this is, I doubt this is a real thing, but if it was, they'd have to have some kind of, like, contract that says, in addition to having his child, you are taking care of.
6: Yeah, you'll get this amount of money a month, probably. Do we really believe this is a show?
1: No. Okay. Yeah. But wouldn't it be funny if this is his way of getting around child support? He has E-Net- the e-network pay for the child support. Ooh. Not a bad deal if you're and Nick And he gets to continue to do yeah. his, his fun pastime <laughs> of having unprotected sex. Yes. <laughs> if you're Nick Cannon. I
6: understand. Oh, how about if
3: Nick Cannon just wants to have his legacy? What if it's never been about the sex, but he just wants to have so many kids in so many
1: different places so that Nick Cannon is everywhere in humanity? One texture says, I don't know if this is true, if he has, they say he has lupus and he's trying to leave a legacy. Huh. Oh well, I, I don't know. If how true. about I'm not that far off with what that, I just yeah, said? Right? I, I, I wasn't planning on reading the text until you said that because I'm like, how funny is it that someone else is thinking the same way? Yeah, I, I you know, it's there are people. I mean,
3: there are people that are deathly deathly afraid of leaving this planet with no legacy. And it's sort of like, who cares, in my mind, but I, but for some people, it, they really the do Russell care. Russell
1: Wilson, he's completely imploded his career because he wants to leave a legacy. You're
3: right, <laughs> see? So Nick Cannon and Russell Wilson mm-hmm. are all legacy motivated, perhaps.
6: All right. He's on the right track, too. 12? But what's wow. the
1: legacy? He just wants to make sure that the name lives forever, so he's going he's gonna to create as many cannons as possible? Yeah.
3: yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you got 12 cannons out there, and also 12 cannons from, like, six different mothers. So you've just got all sorts of cannon versions out there. How many
1: boys are there, though?
3: Uh, That I don't know.
1: You know what I I mean? Out of 12, he's got to have at least one, right? Wouldn't that be funny if that's the whole reason? Like, he just wants to have a boy. That way they could keep the, you know, the traditional thing of, like, the, 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 the guy keeps the name when they get married. I know things change over time. But, like, on the traditional level, like, it seems like that's always the thing. So... People want to have a boy for that reason, and he's had 12 girls.
6: That would suck for him, if he had 12 girls. Because I know people girls like that
1: have, like, three <laughs> daughters, and they, they're like, I don't know if I want to keep trying, but they want them so bad.
6: Right, but then, like, what if you get the fourth girl, and then you're just like, oh, man. Like, when do you stop? You right?
1: don't, man. It's the a legacy slope. must go on. It is in
6: more ways than one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is oh, yeah, it's such I'm a so dumb convinced. thing because all it is is a name. No, I know that's what people are like, Don't yeah. you want a boy? Say so, like, the name will live on. I'm Like, well, I, my brother's got a boy, so yeah, uh, that's his. Oh that's, yeah. just, that's, just, that's <laughs> the pressure is on him. I don't care. Yeah, that was the uh, I didn't care about that. Like, I didn't care if I had a boy or a girl. I just wanted, as cheesy as it sounds, I just want to make sure that the kid was healthy, yeah. and that's all that mattered to me. Well, I remember that was actually one of the big
3: storylines in the House of Dragons uh, story because basically the girl cheated on the dude because the. The dude was gay and he didn't, wanna, he didn't wanna get married, but he had to in order for political reasons. So she was like, no problem. She had sex with other people, but they were like his kids, and the father knew, like the grandfather knew, but he goes, I don't care that they're not really our kids. They got our name, that's all that matters. Crazy. And our name wow. goes on. But what the hell is House of Dragons? That's a Game of Thrones spin-off. It's like a prequel okay. talking about yeah. Duh, uh, Steve. My bad. Bad. What the hell's wrong with you? Is it House of the Dragon or House of Dragons, Vicky? I you don't always screw it up. Uh, but anyway, it's it's a great. It, it got a lot of. It's a, it's a very popular HBO show. It had a good it's first House season. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. One of these days, I'm going to remember the proper you name. You
1: don't even know the name of Nick Cannon or Walter, dude. Cameron. I don't know anything. Apparently, I am losing my effing mind you just, today. You just today. Last
3: couple of days, it's really last been bad. Couple of days. Yeah. Well, listen. You know what? Are you going to do? As long as my daughter is going to have uh, babies with Nick Cannon, I think I'll be okay.
6: Well, and now the pressure's on Joe, really, to keep our last name in the. In the uh, mix, because are, I, are you taking, uh, are you gonna be Sarah Rubs? I am Sarah Rubs, baby. Ooh, yep. Not even hyphenating, yeah. huh? No, 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 no. That's too much. Uh,
3: Sarah Rubs. But here's the thing: I'm not that's truly the best <laughs> radio name ever. By the way, I don't think we should. You. I'm the exact example I just talked about for the most part because I'm I'm adopted, so I'm really not carrying on the legacy. The name is not the real name. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, so it's like you know, my poor dad. I feel bad for him, but it's like, yeah, sorry, bud, but you're 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 going
1: nowhere in our family because we're all adopted. Yeah, that's never been a thing for me. Like, oh, I need to make sure that the name continues. Like, it's just, you know, like, I'm not... Oh, you don't want
3: to see Migs uh, for the rest, like, just spread
1: out? Well, Migs I mean, everywhere. Aww. There's plenty of Migs out there. It doesn't have to be mine. Oh, there's plenty of them out there. Oh, you're saying there's too many? we got to thin the herd? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. There's also people named Miguel that go by Migs. It's, Migs is everywhere. I'm okay I with know. this. All right. Fair enough. The love, Migs name will live
2: forever. That's fair. Yeah. I, when, when I got divorced, uh, Lily took her mom's last name and we hyphenated it. So it's a, But it, her initials now come out to Lily. And so uh, there's two Lilies in her classroom, but they call her Lily TV. Because that's her last Aww. two names. It's a great name and anyway. She's, she's like so stoked on it. And I was uh, like, this. I think this is going to be your stage name forever, Lily TV.
1: Yeah, we so need this- to start a YouTube show and it's, it's just called Lily TV. Oh, I love it. That's like, yeah, that's going to be Mike
3: TV's sister from uh, Willy Wonka.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lily TV. I love it. Hopefully that. different results for her. You're right. Yeah.
3: right. <laughs> you know, Mike didn't do too bad. He got to live in a TV. I mean, the rest <laughs> of those poor kids really got effed. Mike's like, all right, I'm on TV. What else am I? What am I going to do? All right, so we'll find out whether or not this is a Kevin Hart sketch show, if it's just a silly commercial, or if, in fact, Nick Cannon is doing a show, Who's Having My Baby?
1: Check out the video on the BJ and
3: Migs page and judge for yourself if you think it's a spoof.
1: I think if you bet on that, you're making poor financial choices if you're betting that it's a real show. You know, someone probably will bet
3: on that. You probably can go to Vegas and do it right now. Right. There's a popular musician that went off on his bus driver and cursed the guy out... And, of course, you know somebody had to catch that on audio and posted it for all of us to hear. And, yeah, you're going to hear it at 817 on The Rock.
5: BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: 99.9 KISW The Rock of Seattle. Well, somebody's using TikTok to dime somebody out. Uh-oh. Uh this audio
1: was posted of country music artist Clay Walker berating his bus driver. When I saw the headline about this, I thought it was Clay Aiken. And I was like, the dude from American Idol? I do not want I don't want to have my, 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 my vision of who he is ruined. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't Clay Aiken. I, I felt better about it. Clay I no Walker. Who, I don't know who Clay Walker is. I
4: don't know either.
3: Uh, but he's not happy. He swears, up in, he swears up a storm, man, while yelling at this guy for being late, not cleaning up the bus, and being unprofessional. I can see myself doing this, actually.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you're lucky. Like, like cell phone technology probably wasn't at its best back in your peak days. Oh yeah, no. oh yeah. Yeah,
3: they, I, I would have been canceled a long time ago.
1: Yeah, whoever. Lots of TikToks about your outbursts. Yeah,
3: <laughs> whoever posted this wrote in uh, wrote this in the caption. This is not me bullying. We're just outing someone who is. I guess the chain of love ends with him after all. Must
1: be one of his songs. He has a song about. It's kind of like paying it forward but it's, it's like the whole story is about treating people well and letting the chain oh, of love continue. No. So when you meet somebody, you show them love as well so that they, I had, I had to watch the video, man. And it's just so, it's so Cheesy country. Oh, and so Mr. It's cheesy. Good sentiment,
3: cheesy country. Yeah. So his cheesy country sentiment message is kind of basically not what he's practicing on this TikTok video, and people are like share this to make sure it's seen, and he doesn't get away with this. Here's the audio.
5: I'm coming out of here, and I'm gonna tell you something. I can whip your ass at one hand time behind my back. Don't say a word. Nope. Tomorrow, call your boss and get me an experience driver out here because you are not that and i've been trying to raise you up last night and you're telling me i'm eating into your drive time -er. you told me you'd be here at 10 p.m you were not here you lying -er. so when i come out of that bathroom get your ass ready to drive and drive me smooth mother -er. are you gonna regret it all right. Dude. Yeah,
3: that's, uh, that's 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 not cool.
1: That's like one of the greatest wrestling promos I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I'm sold re-play. for this pay-per-view. Uh, Clay Walker versus the bus driver. Yeah. And that word, like one of the words, that, a lot of them were F-words. Actually, all of them but one were an F-word. But when he said that... That one person, he called the person the C-word. Oh, really? Said, Tuesday, I got a word for you? Yes. Oh, man. I loved it, man. It was good energy. Yeah. Had moments where it got dark and quiet. Yeah. And then ended it with a good pop. Almost sounded like Matthew
3: McConaughey in some parts. (laughs) Oh. You know what I mean? I felt like it was maybe like Matthew McConaughey doing a role, like trying to be a mean guy. I'll tell you right now. All right, all right. Drive this bus. I felt
1: more Liam Neeson in him. A certain set of skills. I got a certain set of country skills. Driving a bus is not one of them, but it is for you.
3: Yeah. So this happened over a year ago, I guess. And so Clay had to, you know, Clay Walker had to issue this statement because, well, the video went viral on TikTok, and he said, "Well, it was a year ago, and it was a long, tough weekend." He said, "The bus driver and I reconciled immediately, and we are friends and stay in touch." Really?
1: But but he's not my bus driver anymore. Yeah. Because he would have regretted it.
3: So, the song Steve's talking about, the song's called Chain of Love, and th- this is the irony of the fact that, does this song sound like it was sung by the guy you just heard berating the bus driver?
5: You don't owe me a thing, I've been there too, well, have you? and someone wants to help me out, just the way I'm helping you, you lying see
3: Drive the damn bus
5: smooth. Don't
3: let the chain of love
1: hit you in the ass as you're leaving.
5: With
2: you.
1: Okay, don't He's let the gonna... chain of love end with you, dude. He changes oh. an old woman's tire, oh my and she's like, God. "Oh, thank you." He's like, "Don't worry, just don't let the chain of love end with you." And then. She meets a waitress, and she gets hit. Spoiler alert in the video. She hooks her up with a good tip. Oh, my gosh. This is so pregnant. corny.
3: Oh, dude, it's so great. Uh, a, a pregnant woman working at a restaurant, and yeah.
1: I don't know how old this video is.
2: Yeah. I think it came out, the song and everything came out in 99.
1: Okay, because it does look very dated. <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. wow! He, so Clay Walker's that old? Oh, that's yeah. a long time ago. I have no yeah. idea who this guy is. No, so, um, I don't know either. Again, the only reason I
2: know about these kind of artists is because they would always play the New Mexico State Fair before ah. the after the rodeo, and my yeah. mom and my aunts were all about all the country artists. Oh mm. boy, it's been a thing.
3: Yeah, it looks. Uh, yeah. That's the only kinda, thing, though, I mean, go back. So, boy, it
1: looks so bad. That video, that song, all of it is so bad. I know we're goofing around, but like at the end, like what if? What if this bus driver did suck and he finally hit a breaking point? You know what I mean? Like I know we're all like – I'm not trying to say like, you know – Who's right and who's wrong? Right. I don't know. I mean, he didn't do this like he wasn't trying to make this into like a public thing, but maybe like, you know, you hit a point where like this guy's driving you around and you expect professionalism and you expect him to get you to places safely and you expect him to pick you up. You're paying good money. And what if this is like an ongoing issue with this guy and you're finally like, dude, what the F? What's wrong with you? Get your crap together. You know, Steve, you, you make an
3: excellent point, but there seems to be, uh, you, you just can't have harsh male interaction. I I think because men talk to each other that way and a lot of people don't think anybody should talk to each other that way. But I have friends who I will have those kind of intense Mm -hmm. conversations with and they are more than welcome to have those kind of conversations back with me. But we know each other. We get it. The, The language is not a hurtful language to us. Unfortunately, we're at a place in society where people think that no one should ever talk to anybody that way. But you and I are like, well, wait a second.
1: Sometimes this is what you do as a dude, right? I mean, he didn't hit him. There wasn't any fighting going on. I mean, I, I don't know the full backstory. That's why I, I don't get it wrong. I find this very entertaining, no matter what, because he called him the c word, and that was epic. <laughs> so that was great. But like, yeah, like, it was like funny because like last night I was talking to this guy, a buddy of mine, who's like been around the wrestling industry forever. And he says so to the point where I mean, he worked with some of the biggest names, and I just got to know him recently, and, and, and we've hit it off, and he's like stayed in touch with me. And so finally, I'm like, hey, dude, if you ever have time, could you watch one of my more recent matches? I'd love to get your feedback. You've been around the world, Japan, and all over. Like you, you're you're a le- legendary stuff. You've worked with guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like to peek inside your mind would be pretty epic and because he was saying, saying some nice stuff about like my videos my promos and stuff so I'm like "Can you watch a match He's like yeah sure can we talk on the phone as that way i could talk to you as opposed to typing it out he's old school and I, so as we start off the conversation He goes look i'm gonna come off rather blunt and i hope you don't take it personally and I'm like, dude, unless you're saying I'm a piece of crap human being, nothing you're going to say is going to hurt my feelings. Like I, I just want and he gave me all this feedback and it was rather blunt and it wasn't like anything super. I mean, there was a couple things he liked, but like for the most part, it was rather he was being very critical in a good way. Like everything he said made sense. And I was like, dude, like you, you set this up like you were going to like yell at me. Like I was like, this is fine. Like I appreciate the honesty that you're giving me as opposed to like trying to like, you know, beat around the bush. And I feel like that maybe that was kind of what it was going on with this guy and the bus driver. He's like, look, I'm going to be blunt with you. You suck as a bus driver.
3: See, the best thing would be for that bus driver to make a statement, to come out and go and give the other side like you did. Mm-hmm. Because that dude you are just talking about, Steve, they have to give disclaimers now. I give disclaimers yeah. because I go, look, it's a Boston love thing. This is how I was raised to talk. You're my friend. I'm going to tell you straightforward." But it looks like I'm being mean. And it's like, no, you're my friend. You know, I've done it mm-hmm. at the morning show conventions. I'm going to look, brother, I love you. But I'm going to just look. I. I I'm going to tell you straight tell you straight how you're showing up and it gets received differently by different people. Right. I'll tell you, you know, I bitched out Justin from, you know, the green team on the uh, on the amazing race. I remember that. Yeah. And he and I are great friends. But at the time, so many people who don't aren't familiar with Northeast interaction because he's from New York. I'm from Boston. We're super friendly. And yet people thought, oh, my God, you're going to hate each other because of how I called him out. But I'm like, no, dude, I love the guy. And he looked like an idiot. And someone had to tell him. And the Mm -hmm. only person going to tell him is somebody like who cares about him. And but people don't know that. So they think you're a mean guy. So you're right. Maybe that bus driver actually appreciated that. Maybe that's be. the kick in the ass he needed to be better at his
1: job. I'll come to Jesus, because at one point he said something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe we have to listen to it again. But there's one part. He's like, "I'm just trying to build you up," or something. He said something. Yeah, he, he said, said he he said that. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I was
3: trying to build you up," and 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 you make it sound like we're being late when in, rea- in reality I'm just trying to make you better. Let's play that part again. Yeah,
5: I'm coming out here, and I'm gonna tell you something. I can whip your ass with one hand tied behind my back. Don't say a word. Nope. Tomorrow. Call your boss and get me an experienced driver out here because you are not that. And I've been trying to raise you up last night. And you're telling me I'm eating into your drive time.
1: That's it. I was trying to raise you up.
3: Yeah, that's it. I've had moments like that in my life with people who are my dear, dear friends. And that's the, this is the problem with sweeping, sweeping legislation, if you will, when they go, this kind of talk is never good. And I'm like, no, actually, you have to really take it case by case. There's abusive talk. There's people who, listen, it just hurts them to be spoken to that way. And I feel like you get to say that. But don't sit there and say that nobody can really speak that way to each other if that's how they talk to each other and that's their language of love, if you will
1: the language of love
3: that's what they talk about <laughs> love languages and I just feel like I said it before, everybody loves a Klingon until you actually meet one. And then all of a sudden, all the science fiction fans that love the show go, you were mean to me. I go, your favorite character on Star Trek is the guy that's mean to everybody and speaks and throws things around. Why is it when you meet somebody in real life, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's like, well, because you don't have pointy ears,
1: man. Uh, well, he was if you're cool going to say <laughs> mean things to somebody. You got to put the pointy ears on. Well, then they know it's OK. That's OK. Then, then you're yeah. without emotion. That's what it is, man. Yeah. Um, dude, the best part last night, I had that conversation. I come down and I'm glowing. I'm like, "This is awesome! I got yeah. so many things I could work on to make better." Well, dude, you and have my, a great attitude. And my wife's just like, "How'd the call go?" I'm like, "It was incredible." She's like, "Oh, so he loved the match?" I'm like, "No, he thought it was the drizzling poops." But I, I learned so much. from <laughs> He didn't say that, but like, I was like, "Oh man, I was fired up."
3: Yeah. Well, you have the right attitude. You know, you asked the guy for his opinion, and he
1: gave you a direct, straight opinion. Well, you even say he's like a lot of people don't appreciate that kind of bluntness and they like they just want you to tell them everything they want to hear and it's like well, no, no i'm not gonna waste your time so you can just tell me things are like i feel like would make me feel better i, I want to get better i,
3: I want to know if i suck as opposed to please tell me i'm great that's right. a different thing if you look if you tell me i'm great and that's that's actually true all right that means i've done a good job at my craft so many people don't want that
1: though so uh, uh, this, this, this conversation would not even been a blip to somebody in the military <laughs>
3: That's the other side of it. You know, it is it is amazing to me that men on average or, you know what, or super strong masculine beings because it's not always about gender. People just have this when they reside in the masculine. They just love to be spoken to directly and they don't mind harsh language. They don't mind challenging conversation where you're challenged and say you can be better than this. But other people, man, they just go, no, there's no place for that. That's why I love that movie Whiplash, because that movie is such a big battle. That's about the jazz the drummer, drummer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that, that man, you can have a fight with people. Is he an abusive teacher or actually is he act loving the dude because he thinks the dude can be the best drummer there ever has been? and he knows what he needs to do for that guy to make him the best drummer that he's ever been. I still haven't
1: seen that movie. I need, as a person who played the drums, you I think I would have watched it?
3: I yet. mean, uh, JK, J.K. Simons
1: and uh, Miles Teller are amazing. You know why? I a little bit angry because the name of it, I thought it would be about like Metallica. Uh, uh, it's a Metallica song. It's, I was like, it's a music-based show, and it's, it's called
3: Whiplash. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. Well, it's a great conversation to have. I think in society, it's not always the case when you hear a certain kind of tone and a certain kind of language that somebody's being abusive. It is not always the case, and and I think. But that, more importantly,
1: what we've learned is you can't break the chain of love.
3: Oh yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you see a pregnant waitress and you're an old lady, you got to help. And if you see an old lady needs a tire change, you got to help. By the way, I, what I love about that video. The thing about that video is like you know that's a country video because everybody looks like country people. They really do. everybody looks like they're country fans in that video. It is so oh, stereotypical.
1: It's it's before a country became pop country. Yeah. yeah this is like the nineties era of oh, country. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just so dated. Oh, it's an God. amazing time capsule of the late nineties, early two thousands, even. And this is this was the country music era where I did not want anything to do with it. And the um, snapshot
3: of a right? there's a snapshot in the world of country and that whole genre in back in those days. You want to portray a woman struggling, you show a pregnant Waitress, that's the country snapshot of what
1: they believe a woman struggling is as pregnant waitress. Pregnant waitress, trying to get by, <laughs> just trying to get by. Somebody, please spread the chain. Of love. I wouldn't have tipped you if it wasn't for this guy with a cowboy hat that changed my tire.
3: Wouldn't have done it, but then he came, he changed my tire, and my life is different. The chain of love, you lie and see.
1: Wow.
3: Yesterday, I, I missed Steve, that part of the lyrics. Oh, that's a great part of the lyrics. You got to go back. Um Steve, yesterday, yeah, you know what? He uh, did not whip. He did not whip this question with one hand behind his back. No, he did not.
2: What pop star had a surprise cameo as Agent M in Men in Black Two? Beyonce. No.
3: Um, Lady Gaga. Nope. Uh, Madonna. No. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Gaga. I don't know if you know. This is another guy that used to threaten his bus driver all the time by whipping him with one hand behind his back. Michael Jackson.
1: Oh. Well, that's why right. he only wipe one glove. Yeah, because <laughs> all he needed was just a white glove yeah. to whip somebody's head. He wasn't using the other
3: hand.
2: I'll whip you a cookie.
3: All right, um, you want a shot at beating Steve, you got it. 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beat Migs. We'll do that at 847
4: on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I know if bankruptcy is going to provide me with relief? What are the steps for my situation? Uh, There's so much information out there about bankruptcy with the internet and uh, what people have heard from friends and and other people that they've talked to about their financial issues or or bankruptcy. Uh, There's there's also a lot of bad information out there or, or urban legends about bankruptcy. In order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you need to talk to an attorney that's experienced in bankruptcy. So in order to determine whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, you should talk to an experienced bankruptcy attorney. And my job is not to convince you to file bankruptcy. My job is to help you to to make that decision and have all the facts uh, so that you can make an informed decision about whether bankruptcy makes sense for you, what benefits it's going to have for you, and what the downside of filing bankruptcy is. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime
0: at choosetherightchapter.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,